Visit Doreen's website at dmurphydoucette.com and click the radio tab to purchase your supplement and dosha questionnaire. It will allow you to know your body dosha and what supplements, vitamins, and minerals your body requires at any given time. You'll receive a report by email that gives you all of the required information. You'll learn which foods give you your required supplements, and you have the option to purchase your report in printed book form and have it mailed directly to you. Visit dmurphydoucette.com today. Every day we take our lives into our own hands when we consume vitamins and supplements. By not knowing the right ones to take or when, we could be doing a disservice to our health, or even worse, could be endangering it. Welcome to your Daily Dose with Doreen Doucette. Now you have a resource to help you use supplements, vitamins, and natural health more safely and effectively. Here is your host, Doreen Doucette. Good morning and welcome to your Daily Dose. You know, so many times during the summer months, I've heard of so many people trying to rid their properties of this dreaded Japanese knotweed plant. I've even seen on social media that a person who was requesting to find some so she could plant it on her property, and that created a complete week's thread of people pleading with this person not to do something like this. Japanese knotweed all started when a German botanist by the name of Philip van Seibold sent a variety of plant specimens to the Royal Botanical Gardens in 1850. What he didn't know at that time is what he was unleashing on the world. Among the various plants that he sent, one, of which was over 160 years later, creating total mayhem across the globe. It does go by the name of Japanese knotweed, and its appearance is very pretty, with heart-shaped leaves, bamboo stems, and very attractive little white flower tassels. What's less obvious about this plant is the relentless killer instinct that it has. So if you would look through any horticultural literature, you'll find that it's described as ferocious, invasive, and even indestructible. At one time, the Japanese knotweed was found mainly in the wild, but today it does truly terrorize private gardens, farmlands, and homes. It's a plant that's indigenous to Japan, and at the last count, it was reported to be in about 26 European countries, um, 36 American states, and almost every province in Canada. What's worse is there are so many people that are in tears after being told that because of knotweed, their home is now unsaleable. Japanese knotweed, it starts out as a very attractive addition to a garden, but it quickly turns into a monster, growing an unstoppable army of roots from what's called the crown or head, and that can be about the size of a bull's head. It has scores of roots radiating out it, out from it like, like strands of hair. It spreads underground and it does force its way up through just about every crack one can imagine. It can push through patios, through concrete paths, and even in walls and floors. Now getting rid of Japanese knotweed can be beyond what the average gardener can do, as it may take up to five years of a regular chemical bombarding before one can be given the all clear. Eradication of the knotweed really requires a steely determination because the yearly rapid growth allows this to overtake other garden plants. In its original location, being Japan, China, and Taiwan, it really doesn't grow out of control as it does here 
because in its in its own home, um, it has a lot of natural insect predators. Sadly, in our areas, it doesn't have these predators, so it can grow completely out of control. Another sad thing is that we as human beings, when we see something as a weed on our property and us not liking weeds to mess things up, the first thing we want to do is eradicate it without really looking into it to see, is there something good about this? Does it have good qualities? If we do look into the Japanese knotweed for its disadvantages, then we really should also look to see if there are any advantages to having at least some of it around. If we were to take a close look, just as Japanese knotweed can push through any barrier, so too can its medicinal properties push deep into our organs, such as our heart and our brain, getting to the strongholds of none other than the dreaded Lyme bacteria. Now, the Lyme bacteria is also something that is spread very, very quickly by the black-legged tick. And this Lyme bacteria um, has, has spread to many, many areas now. If we take a look around, can we really think that it's only a coincidence that where there are Lyme epidemics, there's also an overabundance of Japanese knotweed? Now, when we see things happening like this, we really should try and take a step back and wonder, is nature trying to tell us something? The Japanese have used the plant in traditional medicine for centuries because it's a very popular painkiller, and they call the medicine itadori, which translate as take away pain. It's also widely known for being an antibacterial, an antiviral, an antispirochetal, which makes it particularly useful for the treatment of Lyme disease, an anti-inflammatory. It's a central nervous system relaxant. It's an analgesic, so it is going to rid the body of pain. It has anti-ulcer properties. It's an anti-carcinogenic, and it also inhibits platelet aggregation. Above all, the best thing about Japanese knotweed is it is not toxic to people or pets. Now, having said that, we do have to take into consideration that some people have reported that contact with the plant can cause some mild skin irritation. And of course, this can happen with most any plant and most any person. Also, we have to be aware that Japanese knotweed is often confused for giant hogweed, which actually does pose a threat to people. Now, giant hogweed sap can actually irritate the skin, causing blisters, rashes, and even blindness. So, again, be certain of what you are harvesting, and if you're allergic to spinach or rhubarb, you should also avoid Japanese knotweed. Now, the natural antibiotic properties of Japanese knotweed can cross the blood-brain barrier where many of our other antibiotics cannot do so. It also stops the erosion of our cells and organs from toxins and overstimulation. Now with this, Japanese knotweed helps us with arthritis and inflammation, as well as it protects us from effects of oxidization. Japanese knotweed is not only used to treat Lyme and chronic Lyme, but it works also as a preventative. And I've heard many times of people successfully taking Japanese knotweed tea every day as a Lyme preventative in endemic areas. 
Not only is it edible, it is good for you. Japanese knotweed is an excellent source of vitamins A and C, and it also contains potassium, zinc, phosphorus, and manganese. It has been used for centuries in its native countries for treating many ailments, such as a lot of different respiratory infections. Now, Japanese knotweed can also have a positive impact on blood flow in the body, and therefore, it does help to reduce your blood pressure. So, if you have high blood pressure and you don't have to go on a prescription medication for it at that time, maybe you want to look into taking a little bit of Japanese knotweed and it will help to reduce the blood pressure. This is a nice natural way to bring the blood pressure down without having to go on a medication. If you have poor diet and you're making unhealthy meal choices, this certainly can lead to complications with heart disease. The resveratrol in Japanese knotweed has been known to help lessen the effects of heart disease because it does have cardioprotective qualities. Resveratrol is found in some plants, fruits, seeds, and grape-derived products, um, such as a red wine. That's why we hear that red wine can be good for us in moderation, not, not bottles a day, just maybe a glass a day. And it has been linked to reduce the risk of coronary heart disease and some cancers. In addition, for people with diabetes, Japanese knotweed can have a direct effect on the insulin absorption. It's been known to help prevent insulin resistance and it can act as a blood sugar regulator. It also is said to have a positive effect on gastrointestinal ailments such as constipation. So it contributes to di digestive health and regularity. It's also known to soothe abdominal stress with its natural laxative properties, providing relief from some issues including stomach cramps and some bloating. And I do believe the most renowned health benefit of Japanese knotweed is the positive effect that it has on cognitive health. The resveratrol has been shown to have a preventative impact on illnesses such as Alzheimer's and dementia. So this makes it an extremely beneficial plant for brain health. Now, in addition to all of those health perks, Japanese knotweed is also used for treatments of oral, um, oral ailments such as sore throats or gingivitis and even some plaque buildup on teeth. It has been commonly used for respiratory issues such as lung disease, bronchitis and persistent coughs as well as some skin disorders. Japanese knotweed possesses anti-cancer properties that are beneficial against um, carcinogens, which can lead to cancer, such as the colon cancer, prostate cancer, thyroid, or breast cancer. And research is still going on, but the early found results are extremely satisfactory, which adds another reason to use in order to prevent health issues. Now, Japanese knotweed is safe when taken by mouth short term. Many people have safely had three to four cups of tea per day, each prepared with about 1.5 grams of knotweed powder. And then it's also been known to be used in a mouthwash um, successfully, and you can use that twice daily for up to two weeks. And then you want to take a break for about two weeks, and then you can restart it. It's always best to give the body a break from something and then to restart again, rather than to just start taking it and never stop. 
Japanese knotweed can also be used in so many tasty recipes like jams, jellies,、um, there's pies, there's, there's drinks that they can have out of Japanese knotweed. And for those of you who just can't get enough rhubarb, Japanese knotweed is a perfect substitute because it has the tartness that the rhubarb has. So, a lot of people, if rhubarb is not in season or they're, they're not able to find it anywhere, you can get nice young shoots of Japanese knotweed and it's going to be a lovely substitute for your rhubarb pie. Now, when you're using knotweed for medicinal purposes, The appropriate dose for each person is going to depend on factors such as your age, your health, and any prescription medications that you may currently be taking. Please keep in mind that natural products are not always necessarily safe and the dosages are very important. So be sure to follow any directions recommended from a trusted and qualified healthcare practitioner or an herbalist. Now, Let's focus a little bit on the effect that Japanese knotweed has on Lyme disease. It is considered to be one of the main herbs that can help lower or even eliminate Lyme, specifically the Leptospira in the body. It supports the innate immune function to help respond to the infection and it treats some of the symptoms of Lyme disease, including central nervous system confusion. Arthritic and bacterial inflammation. It protects against the endotoxin damage and it is a heart protector. Also, knotweed enhances blood flow to difficult to reach areas and it helps other herbs or drugs and the body's own response to kill the parasitic, the parasitic bacteria sorry, that, that reside in the difficult to reach areas. Now, Stephen Harrod Bunner, who is an expert in the field of Lyme disease, and he's also the author of Healing Lyme, he states that Japanese knotweed can also help to treat the following symptoms as they are specifically associated with Lyme disease in people, and they are as follows the neuroborreliosis, the bullseye rash, the low immune function, Lyme arthritis. Endothelial damage from Lyme and Lyme co infections, cardiac involvement, post Lyme disease syndrome, and Bartonella co infection. Japanese knotweed is also a good source of vitamin C. Now, with so many beneficial qualities for humans, this brings me to wonder how beneficial this could be to our pet health. Since I've lost two of my own personal pets to Lyme disease, even though they've had their Lyme vaccine, I had to look into this to see if it would be safe and effective for them as well. So, when one of my current dogs who has had her Lyme vaccine became ill with Lyme disease, I decided to use a combination of herbs instead of the doxycycline antibiotic. And my reason why I refused the antibiotic was because it didn't work for the two dogs that I had previously lost. So, Japanese knotweed root was one of the herbs that I used in the combination to see if this would relieve her of her symptoms. Within eight hours of her first dose, I noticed a great improvement. Four days later, she was back to her normal self. Now, she has never had a relapse, and it has been just over a year. 
I give her a preventative every single day as well as my other dogs, but she's never shown another sign or symptom of Lyme. So this then encouraged me to look into what I could possibly use as a preventative, of course. And because I live in an area where Lyme disease is at an all-time high, and truthfully, this is just my own personal, um, I don't really have faith in the Lyme vaccine to keep my pets as safe as I want them to be. So I searched in many areas to note the benefits of Japanese knotweed and what it does for our animals. And I put together a combination of herbs, Japanese knotweed being the main one, that I give to my dogs on a daily basis as a preventative. And I have five dogs out of all five, not one of them have had any symptoms of Lyme disease. They've never had relapses, but they have had many, many ticks on them. We go through them on a daily basis and there are several ticks daily that we pick off. So the main symptoms of Lyme disease in dogs are fever, loss of appetite, painful or swollen joints, lameness that comes and goes, swollen lymph nodes and lethargy. And if Lyme disease is left untreated, it can lead to damage in the kidneys, nervous system and heart. Should you note any of these, please have your pet checked for Lyme disease immediately, especially if you are in an area where the black leg tick is living. So from today on, when you see Japanese knotweed growing in an area, instead of letting panic set in and many thoughts of how to eradicate it, why don't we all try thinking of beneficial ways that we can live with this and use this to our benefits as well as our pets' benefits. It's so beneficial to our health and to their health. So should anyone be interested in my formulation, I do have it available to the public and you can contact me for more information and to purchase it by emailing DoreensDailyDose at gmail.com. I will be more than happy to talk about this with you, um, to let you know what ingredients I have used in this and how you should be able to give it to different sized dogs that you may have. If there's any interest, get in touch with me. I thank everyone for tuning in today. I'll be back again next week. And until then, everyone, stay safe, stay well, and look for Japanese knotweed in your area. Thank you for joining us for your daily dose. Be sure to tune in again next week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition with your host, Doreen Doucette. We'll see you then.